Hey, motherfuckers. Pardon this interruption for one second as I give one of my usual disclaimers that's very necessary to say. Look, I might talk real good sometimes, but please know that I am just a traumatized motherfucker like you. I research trauma, I relate my own discoveries to our shared experiences, and I share my own reflections on this roller coaster life that I think most of us have known as complex PTSD. But I'm not a professional. I am a master's student in behavioral science. I am a former cellular biologist. I am okay at relaying words that describe the baffling experiences of living with disintegrated, obsessive, and attentionally disordered trauma brains that tend to be riddled with anxiety, depression, and self-fucking destruction. And I'm very, very happy to help in any way that I can. But that's it. As part of our trauma patterning challenges, I think sometimes we get into trauma danger territory when expectations for our shared connections get a little too high. Read every codependent relationship and narcissistic problem in our pasts. Am I right? Yeah. That's it, fuckers. I'm saying I can't counsel you. I can't give you advice without a shrug that comes with. I also can't read your mind or avoid every single person's every trigger. I cannot address every human's individual circumstances. I can only speak from my perspective, from the research, and from those stories that are shared in the traumatized motherfuckers community. Everything else is sort of up to you which I realize is a problem with all of the learned helplessness that we have with our trauma selves and with the tendency we have to believe that every person on this planet knows more than we do. But we all got to do it. So, hey, I think that you should start at the beginning of the show if you are still looking for some early trauma learnings. There's a lot to catch up on straight from my fucked up life to yours. But around here, my name is Jess. I'm just a traumatized motherfucker sharing the good news that you are not alone in feeling broken and damaged and doomed. And I'm here doing my best to support your recovery while I also still have to tackle and manage my own. So I can't wait to meet you and to hang out with you in the community, to see you on the Instagram page, and to keep on this trauma brain-busting journey together. You are not the only one who's always felt this way, and you don't have to wander this alone. But let's get to it, all right? Cheers, fuckers. What's up, motherfuckers? It's me, Jess. Just taking a quick moment to recover from a morning of shoveling shit. Stratification of different layers of shit dating back for several years. And I'm actually not speaking in a metaphor right now. I literally spent my morning turning over a massive pile of horse shit on my mom's farm. You guessed it, I'm still in Northern Illinois, finding ways to entertain myself and be of use to my mother, who operates a horse farm all on her own at 60-something years old. (laughs) Motherfuckers, I come from strong people. Makes me proud sometimes. Anyways, while I was shoveling shit, 
I was thinking a bit about one of the challenges that I feel like I've run into with this blogging, podcasting sort of project, which is, well, trying to figure out where other people are at compared to where I am. Now, please do not get me wrong when I say this because I am not better. I think we can all tell that I have good days and bad days. I am a few steps into my trauma recovery journey. I've been working at it for a solid over two years now, and I feel much different than I did for the rest of my life. So much better. There has been a lot of progress, but I still fall into my anxiety spirals and my depression days, and I have a nasty inner critic, and that's kind of where I'm at, dealing with the daily mindset maintenance of keeping myself on track more so than being trapped in the hellish experience that is... um, living with a very traumatized response day after day. So far, those years are in my past. I want to say that they're going to stay in my past. Who fucking knows, right? I could be triggered anytime and be back in those shoes. But at this point, I'm realizing that it's actually kind of difficult for me to remember those shoes. It's interesting It's interesting from this perspective because to me, I guess it feels sort of similar to when you were sick for a long period of time, right? Like, like, let's say that you had a really bad fever or flu or even a really fucking terrible hangover. You know how when you're going through it, those sensations are very real. It's very vivid. It's your entire experience. Every day, every minute of every day, you're lying there in utter misery, very aware of all of the physical and mental sensations that you're going through and all of the limitations that it's placing on your life, right? And when it's been a long period of time, again, even if it's just a hangover, let's say it's been a day of it or two, it feels like it's never going to end. You kind of stop believing that you ever felt good to begin with. And you start wondering if you're ever going to feel good again. And, at least if you're me, you start beating yourself up for not appreciating the times that you did feel good. And that was kind of my trauma experience. This overwhelming, dizzying, day-after-day, lucid nightmare of being completely, utterly miserable and held back and defeated and incapable of doing the things I needed to do. Like this onslaught of symptoms that are coming up every day and just crippling you. And meanwhile, just like being in kind of a sickly state, your head isn't really all there, you know? It's trying so hard to process everything that's going on with you now. And a lot of that is dealing with things that already happened to you in your past. And a lot of it is also dealing with your fear about what's happening to you in the fucking future. So it's really confusing and kind of mind-boggling to where 
I remember my trauma days being just kind of slipping. Like you're present and you're very aware of all of the pain and misery and suffering that you're in, but you aren't really rationally there. You aren't necessarily recording things in your head properly and you aren't really updating your lifelong narrative of what's going on. Yeah, like you aren't, you aren't 100% sane feeling. I hate ever using words like crazy or insane, but you don't feel sane. You don't feel like yourself. You don't feel like your brain box is really working the right way because it isn't. All of this is to say that a few years down the road, when you do start feeling better, it's kind of like looking through oil when you look back at those days. Like trying to put myself back in those shoes, trying to remember what it was like, what exactly I was going through, what I was thinking, and even like the timelines of things. It doesn't really pan out or make sense. It's hard to draw up all of those memories and make any kind of logical narrative out of it because I really don't think that my brain was doing a great job of recording the present moment. I can remember some things for sure. Like, I remember the anxiety. I remember the sensations in my body and the way that my brain would just run in endless loops all day very easily. I remember the exhaustion. I remember being so depressed that I couldn't get out of bed and I was so run down and haggard that there were days I couldn't lift my hands over my head. Like, forget showering, I can't even like touch the top of my head. My arms are depleted of energy. My whole system is just failing on me. I remember a lot of the bodily ailments, being sick all the time, having horrific acid reflux, having digestive disorders, having appetite disruptions that went both directions, having crippling migraines that stopped me in my fucking tracks and popping a lot of muscle relaxers trying to make those tension ones go away. I remember the insomnia, the nights of lying awake, just praying that I could manage to fall asleep for any amount of time before that goddamn alarm was going off again. I remember some of it, but I think there's a lot more that my brain has kind of forgotten. It's, it feels like looking back at a dream that I lived through. I think some of it is your brain's faulty recording during that time, being so overloaded and, again, just so fucking exhausted that it's really not working correctly. I think some of it is also almost this protective feature of my brain, maybe. Like, going back to those places, it feels kind of traumatizing all over again. Like, living in a highly traumatized time and by that I don't mean my childhood when the things were actually happening to me but my 20s when all of my bodily and brain responses were flying around 
faster than I could ever begin to process them. That was so upsetting that going back to that now, oh my God, it makes me feel awful. It makes my skin crawl. I'm covered in goosebumps right now and there are tingles running up and down my body. I can feel some of the same sensations and I can feel some of the same emotions just immediately pop up. Those times of just desperation and hopelessness and having absolutely no idea what to do, being so confused and feeling so destitute, so alone and just interpersonally fucked. It puts me right back there and it feels dangerous. So as much as the details kind of slip and slide away and it feels like trying to remember a dream from two nights ago, when I can grab a hold of any of the memory, oh my God, it comes flooding back in. I can basically see the apartment <laughs> Uh, it's so clear right now. I can see the apartment where this shit started for me, where I felt so trapped and alone and desperate. And I can see the houses that I lived in with my ex where things got even worse, where my anxiety was out of control to the point that I was reliant on him for almost everything. I can feel those things. I can remember that constant, unsettled, terrified, miserable, agitated place that I was in all the time. And at the same time, somehow, it feels like it never could have been real because I don't feel that way anymore. It's like looking at a different person or remembering a reality that wasn't really mine. It's really interesting and really challenging for a number of reasons. And it's just got me thinking, is it really any different than when you are so physically sick that you're in that lucid dream, semi-conscious, semi-reserving all of your energy for fighting off the infection kind of place. The fever delusions, you know? It's very strange. And motherfucker, if you are still in this trauma hangover state, if you still are fighting off your trauma flu, I'm so fucking sorry. But I guess the good news is once you get out of it, you really can start to separate yourself from it to such an extent that it doesn't even seem possible that you felt that bad before. At a certain point, you get to this place, I guess, and you just have to worry about your daily maintenance so that you don't slip back into that place. About finding the right habits and behaviors and way of living so that you aren't constantly triggered and finding the right professional help so that you can start processing some of that past shit and learn to stop freaking the fuck out so much about the future shit. It's possible and it's a lot better to be where I am now where it just seems like kind of a weird sick dream that I went through at some point 
it's very odd and I wouldn't wish that experience on my worst enemy, honestly. But where I am now, the outlook is much different. Not 100% better, but manageable, brighter and doable and clear-headed most of the time. Brain fog is still real, anxiety is still a threat, depression is still waiting around one spiraling fucking shitty thought. But at least it feels like it was just a long hangover following a night of drinking bottom shelf tequila rather than feeling like it's my daily hell and I am trapped in the ninth circle of it with someone gnawing at the back of my skull while I'm trapped in a block of ice, unable to move or help myself. Ah, Dante's Inferno. I still remember some of it, I guess. Get out of your inferno. Get professional help, please. Start talking to a trauma-informed therapist. Find social support so you can talk to people about your personal nightmare that you've been enduring on your own. And get the fuck out of this feverish dream that you're stuck in right now. You don't have to relive this night terror every day of your life, I promise you. And when you get out of it and you look back at it, uh, holy fuck, it makes it seem like any challenge you're going to go through in the future is nothing. If I survived that, if I was trapped with my own living nightmare for 10 or 20 years and made it through, I don't know what can knock me down now, as long as I keep up with doing the right things and keeping my head afloat away from those inner demons and keeping that shitty inner critic fucking ball gagged as much as I can. I'm here for you if you need any help with any of these things. Mostly just with telling you that you're not alone and you're going to be better if you start working on it. You don't have to live in your past forever. You don't have to fear your future forever. And someday this will all be a dream that you're desperately having to work to put yourself back into. <sighs> Find me at traumatizedmotherfuckers.com, t-mfrs.com. Jump into the online Discord community, read some blog posts, or find the email address to contact me if you're living through your own hellish experience still. I'm here for it. All right, fuckers, I'll talk to you later. I got real living to do with hopefully less shit today. Peace. You think it's showing moments? We can't do anything. The fucking joke is we're winning when you blink. It's